I just came by to stir your soul up a bit. This is the Perfectly Imperfect Podcast with Regina and Christine, where we share our stories as women openly and honestly. We believe it's through our journeys, our happy and sad times that connect us as sisters, because we're all perfectly imperfect. Hi, I'm Regina. And I'm Christine. And welcome back to the Perfectly Imperfect Podcast. Yes, (laughs) where we have honest conversations about things that really matter to us. And we get candid. Yeah. So what are we getting candid about this week? Um, I think that, you know, in our first episode, we kind of talked about what perfectly imperfect means to us and um, kind of our relationship and how it kind of relates to that. And so I think that the second the topic for our second podcast should be female friendships. Yes, naturally, right? This is a conversation that we've had many, many times Mm -hmm. and really want to get down to like the nitty gritty of, um, I guess, the importance of having girlfriends and understanding the background and psychology as to why females tend to be catty with each other and, you know, growing up, why we've experienced catty and mean behavior that we still exhibit as adults. Mm -hmm. So, um, getting into it. Yeah. yeah. I think that the media really does pit women to be against each other, Mm -hmm. whether it be, um, you know, friendly, like what they quote as friendly competition or, you know, fighting up or jealousy, fighting over guys, um, fighting over, you know, who, who is wearing the same pair of earrings, you know, it can even be something as petty as that, but there needs to be something that girls are fighting over in order for it to make it into a TV show or into a movie. Right. Right. I mean, like, Mean Girls, right? Mm-hmm. The movie Mean Girls. That's is exactly reason- <laughs> what I was thinking of. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why it's so successful because I think um, a lot of girls growing up or even women now, grown women, still experience these um, unpleasant like stories and experiences with other females. And that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, like, did you personally experience any type of like cattiness or did you have good experiences with females or girls growing up? I think that it's kind of a mixture of both. And if anything, like if there were bad relationships, I've learned to suppress those yeah. <laughs> um, just because I choose to focus on the positive. Um, but I definitely can think of a couple of friendships that I had in the past where it was kind of like tit for tat or, you know, I would do this in in exchange for something else Mm. or you know we'd be in a work environment and it would be we're always like trying to one-up each other instead of helping each other learn and grow Mm -hmm. and so kind of looking back at those experiences now I'm kind of like why did we do that that was so silly when if we just worked cohesively together it didn't need to be a competition it wasn't like you know at the end of the day one of us wins like a gold medal it was just like if you can help each other grow then we would both learn from the experience. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I can definitely think of a couple instances in, you know, like middle school where um, there's cattiness in even things like, oh, uh, you know, you spent so much time with, you know, Karen instead of me. Why, why didn't you hang out with me? Or, you know, wh- why is Karen number one on your MySpace friend list? And like, why, <laughs> why am I second? You know, like it can get as petty as little things like that right. that can really stir into something much greater. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, oh my gosh, I grew up just I distrusting girls and then it's it, it, awful I know I mean it goes back as far as elementary school I know it like we still talk about it within our girlfriend group because mm-hmm. I still have the same girlfriend group believe it or yeah. not um but back then I just 
for no reason we just be so mean to each other and looking <laughs> back now I'm just like I I don't understand how I learned that behavior but it's just something that came naturally and it all came from just having just one girlfriend who is currently one of my best friends her name is Rainbow that is her name yes <laughs> and she was the cool girl at the time everyone yeah. wanted to be her friend and yeah. for some reason everyone wants to be her best friend yeah. so it, it came to like it, it just things like you would kick other girls out you would spread rumors like rumors that didn't even mean anything in in uh, elementary school but you would just be like oh yeah she like is not smart in english so therefore you don't <laughs> want to be her friend you or know like, isn't her skirt so ugly <laughs> yeah like Ew, why is she dressed like that or who eats that yeah and um and then suddenly everyone in the group just like no one's talking to her no yeah. one can talk to her yeah. and if it's anyone's like seen talking to her then you're shunned you know mm-hmm. and then so um that really built this atmosphere of just being scared of not being in the cool group or being accepted or um you could do things that are completely normal to who you are as a person and then for whatever reason a group of girls just don't like you yeah you and, and any move that you would make or anything you would wear or whatever you would eat automatically is the most disgusting thing yeah the most awful thing it really and there's really no was. rhyme or reason to it it's just because one person decided like oh that's a, that's a terrible thing we're not going to do that anymore right and everyone suddenly like terrified of doing that one the day. queen bee yeah the exactly queen bee. the yeah. queen bee who makes the decisions yeah and yeah. then you know you grow from that to middle school to high school where it gets even worse right because mm-hmm. there's more things uh like at risk and suddenly you throw boys into the mix oh god which makes everything <laughs> so much more significant right mm-hmm. and wanting to be the center of attention and wanting the boys attention and all of that trans and i can't, we were talking about this where I can't even imagine growing up in this day and age mm-hmm. with social media, having yeah. Instagram, having Facebook, yeah. and having mean things tweeted at you, or you're not being tagged into photos. You get to see what everyone else is doing, and you weren't invited. Mm-hmm. Or it- being cropped out of photos. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> like, I can't imagine that. I mean, for me, I had MySpace in middle school, which I said earlier, you know, you can rank your friends and like people took that so seriously yeah, where yeah. you would name, you know, number them one through eight. And when it gets to eight, you're kind of like, oh, well, I'll just throw that person <laughs> in there. But one, two and three matter so much. Top um, friends. Yeah. yeah. Top friends. And then going into, I think, like, I think um, Facebook started becoming kind of a thing when I was in high school. So thankfully, like, I didn't really have to experience it, too. When everybody had a Facebook, I remember my friend had to create a Facebook for me because she was like, you need to be cooler. <laughs> you need a Facebook. She's like, I need more friends. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so I, I I, really can't imagine what it is like to receive, you know, messages from anonymous people or just from people that you've never spoken to who have this very strong opinion of you yeah. when they don't know you at all and i can see how damaging that would be for someone who's growing up and trying to be comfortable in like their own skin whether it be male or female um you know if someone if you're a male and you know someone calls you scrawny you're just gonna think you're scrawny for the rest of your life yeah and like with girls you know if they say that you're oh yeah like you're not even that pretty like you just hold on to that and it just buries deep it buries really really deeply into kind of like your emotional um Uh, capabilities yeah and i think that's the one thing that females definitely know how to do which is take each other down like we know exactly how to do that (laughs) where it hurts the most and um we're manipulative we 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 really are we want to be we can be really really cruel Mm -hmm. and um so this brings us into like female bullying yeah and i just wanted to bring this up because i feel like these are like understanding what it is why it happens and how that 
I guess, reflects upon each of us individually makes it more relatable. And this, you know, we talk about it as if it's like, oh, these are just middle school girls doing this or um, they online bullying is something that I don't partake in and stuff like that, which if you don't, I'm good. Good for you. Yes. No, really, really. yeah. Yeah. But then there is like built in empathy for people that do go through it. And especially nowadays is speaking up for yeah. people who are on the receiving end of the bullying. And so with female bullying, it's, it's um, you know, just going into what it is, which is more of a psychological aggression that we, we use with, like, you know, shaming and teasing other people, shunning them, using intimidation. And, um, and, it, it, and as you said, it isn't just, like, a middle school, high school thing. Like, I see this happening in um the workplace where you know a new girl joins the team and everyone all the other girls kind of scout her out like oh how does she dress how does she look how's her hair yeah you know like scouting their personality i remember um, we had a new girl start at our company uh, back in april and i remember everybody was always you know kind of like oh who's that new girl you know whispering about her you know oh where'd she come from and like getting like the whole full background story before really like forming an opinion about her when in reality you can probably just befriend her and ask her yourself like you don't need to be whispering all around yeah yeah absolutely and I think um we just automatically it's just preconditioned Mm -hmm. when someone when a new female comes in into the group into the social circle whatever Mm -hmm. it is right at your work Mm -hmm. or um just in a new setting you feel uh i guess like territorial or you don't want it to mess with the hierarchy yeah like if you've already established kind of like a oh you know a lot of people come come and talk to me or you know i i know the most people in the office um having another female come in can kind of disturb that or even like when i first started my job me and my friend um well she's my friend now but at the time you know we were just two girls who started on the same day um we were at the same position and, or similar positions and we were both from california and from being from new york like finding another person from california you kind of form a bond but at first we we're kind of like wary of each other right like oh who's this other new girl who's also from california and like i just remember feeling a little bit of a sense of competition her having gone to you know a better school but me being like oh well but i have experience in media and I, I don't know. I probably created this cattiness in my head because right now, like as of right now, we're the close, she's one of the closest people that, um, you know, I confide everything in, right. um, at work. And so it, it is something that I think that women kind of inherently just build up in their heads right. and it takes a lot for them to, uh, you know, take a step back and really see that because if they just kind of stay in it, it can just build and build and build and it becomes something that's completely disastrous. Right. Right. And I think it's just, um, uh, I think it's the stories that we tell ourselves about mm-hmm. what this person, uh, means to us. And a lot of it is insecurity. So yes. you see quote unquote, a better girl, female woman come in yeah. into your world. And suddenly it's like everything that you're not good at is shown through her, everything that she is good at. So it's like, oh, wow, she's just smarter. She's better. She's like more sociable. People like her more. And really that just translates to your head that you're not as sociable. People don't like you as much. And then pretty soon they don't want to be your friend because they want to be her friend. And they can only be one queen bee and it ain't you, you know? <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it even starts as, to something as petty as like, oh my gosh, she wears heels all the time. I need to start wearing heels at work. <laughs> You've said that all over. Just like, oh my God, what is she wearing? And yeah. then just like where it starts for you. Yeah. It's, that's, I think that it's kind 
kind of like appearances, you know, like how put together someone looks at work yeah. um, is a big factor of how other people will, how, how seriously other people will take them. Right. So I have days where I like, <laughs> like to dress up and other days where I don't feel like dressing up and the days that I don't feel like dressing up, that's when I'm like scouting out. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Well, um, I also think that like a lot of women tend to, um, they, they need to tear someone down in order to build themselves up. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a story that they tell themselves. And like that's the most unfortunate. It really is because yeah. it's like, just because it's like, if someone else is shining, it takes away from your shine. Mm-hmm. I, that's what we tell ourselves. When yeah. in reality, one has nothing to do with the other. Like her shine is hers and yours is yours. And in actuality, if you guys support each other, it's a bigger shine for everyone. Yeah, because then you're women. constantly shining like, together. Oh my God, <laughs> just like one big uh, celestial six star. star. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know where I was going with that. Um, so it, it's, it's, it's these things that um, I think we build up in our head and we, we don't see the other female as... Um, a, as a real friend. human, like yeah, yeah, a real human or a potential friend, yeah. and we start to see her as an enemy or someone that we have to, like I said, take down. And I mean, if we even want to go into like you know where this stems from, it's just if we want to go into our cave woman <laughs> days, it, it just comes for the fact that we had to fight for the same uh, males that would provide us, you know, protection, feed us, shelter, and you know that our our kids will have a better rate of survival. It's yeah. just very just Or like, you know, the most dominant male will technically, will produce the most, you know, dominant children. Yeah. And then therefore, you know, your children would take over for the tribe or whatever you, however you want to put it. It's exactly. And, um, you know, nowadays it's just translated to just like, it's just straight on competition mm-hmm. when it may not even be a really be about the guy even if there is a guy in the mix it's not really about the guy it's just that innate competition thing that we have which like we said is super unfortunate because really the very thing that females need to like counter to grow Mm -hmm. and you know all the insecurities that we have all the angst and feeling um being self-critical of ourselves the remedy to that is actually relating to other females. Yes. And that and that's one of the things that I have found most therapeutic and kind of most uplifting is when I just grab brunch with one of my like really close girlfriends or just any girlfriend really yeah. and talk about um, things that have bothered me at work or things that have bothered me growing up. I remember um, talking about like the fact that I have a really hard time showing my emotions and I recently got brunch with one of my really good girlfriends. She was like, wait, I have that too where like I can't, I don't know how to express my emotions. And we just bonded over this. And, you know, we like kind of delved into like, oh, what what stemmed from like our childhood that made us this way. But the fact that we were able to connect on that and that I knew that I wasn't alone because I have a lot of friends who are very open about their emotions and they can cry, you know, pretty much like on the spot if they're like to think of something sad. And I don't I feel I sometimes feel like a robot for not being able to do that. And so being able to relate to another woman who's kind of going through a lot of the similar things as me and having the same emotions where it's like, oh, I don't know how to publicly tell people or show people how I feel like that made me feel more normal. Really? And, And there's really nothing else like it when you can on the same level of just laughing about nothing that makes no sense to anybody else and other than you and her and also going into really, really deep rooted issues and not feeling judged because she understands. And there are only, there's certain things that we go through as women where it's like, whether it's emotional pain or going through, um, just even 
body changes and um, and the reason why Regina and I actually get along so well is because we both at the same workplace experience um, kind of being silenced because our opinions were different from all the guys that we worked with. Mm-hmm. And if she wasn't there, I would only I would be the only one feeling this way by myself, internalizing everything, thinking that there's something wrong with me when I'm sitting in a group of all males. When really, when I t- really start talking about it with Regina, that's yeah. when we really started to bond because it was like, oh my God, you too? And then we had that, yeah! Yeah. moment where we both kind of understood each other and we kind of understood like oh my gosh I'm not crazy like, right you know Christine feels this way too and it's the it's the common human thread of just wanting to be heard mm-hmm. and wanting to know that our story is validated and it means something mm-hmm. so in in essence that's really what a female friendship really brings and en- how it enriches your life more than any other type of bond you know, and I think like guys are absolutely have it within their own friendships and then female and males have, you know, like a very special bond between them two. But then yeah. for females, I think it's just there's certain things that you cannot fully express um, to guys mm-hmm. and have them. They can empathize, but they can't fully they understand, don't really understand because exactly. they haven't gone through it. Yeah. And there's also something to be said about females who have gone through something and you know, like Regina's younger than I am. And there's certain things that when I tell her, she's, she's has no idea. Right. But then it's like, <laughs> and it, yeah. it's like a warning. It's like, yeah, it's, it's a heads up. It's a heads up, you know? And then it's yeah. that older sister bond. And, and, and then she keeps me up to date on all the young things. Like I didn't know what Yas was. And I was just like, what the hell are you saying? And then now I say it all the time, you yeah. know, cause I'm cool. And, and it's also giving each other encourage, I think encouragement. Yeah. Um, you know, under not only having that understanding of one another, but encouraging them. And, you know, I will tell Christine about things that I'm struggling with, whether it be at work, or with friends or boys or whatever and have um, kind of shine the light of you know knowledge or wisdom of or, or experience of having gone through it and it doesn't necessarily have to be someone who's older it can be someone who's younger but you know who has gone through the same thing right right and especially nowadays I think it's very important to to speak up and yeah. um, not feel like you have to go through it alone mm-hmm. and I think that's actually how things change in the world by numerous voices speaking up together and that starts by one person voicing up a concern or something that they notice that bothers them and pretty soon you're going to realize that you're speaking up for a lot of people who feel that way and are either really depressed or want to commit suicide or just living very unhappy unhealthy lives and that's really the reason why um, I think it's important for for us to like, you know, have stuff like this podcast or however you guys want to express yourself. And I think the first step is to reach out to someone and, um, and even someone that you think is bullying you or like who is bullying you or not nice to you. One of the first steps is just to try and empathize with what they might be going through. Yeah. And I think that sometimes you'll find kind of the most unlikely friendships in people that you are either feel like you don't get along with or you feel like you know there's kind of that like underlying tension yeah um I think that especially I talk about work a lot just because it is kind of like my new version of school where you know there's like a group of people where that we see each other every single day and we're kind of all working towards the same goal but at work there are definitely some girls that you know I know that I don't necessarily get along with as well but sometimes I'll reach out and you know or if we're like passing in, in grabbing coffee or something I'll ask them how their day is and 
it's you know more often than not we're actually going through the same thing yeah and like it doesn't matter that you know we have the tendency to either not get along or whatever at the end of the day we're all human and we're all going through the same thing exactly and um i think a great way to whatever situation you're in i think a good way as just women and girls um is to really be truthful with yourself as much as we like to have honest conversation with each other you have to start that within yourself um are you being mean are are you not a nice girl to someone and if so why really really try to answer that question honestly for yourself are you jealous if you're jealous it's okay we're all jealous on some level about about someone and from there you can realize when you say it out loud why you're jealous about her or him you're gonna see how silly that reason actually is yeah yeah Yeah. because it's stories that you're you're making up in your head and it's not the reality of what's happening and you may perpetuate the storyline with that person not knowing anything about the story that you're making you're just building it up to be more dramatic in your head than it actually is yeah yeah and i would highly encourage um people who and I understand this too because I used to be this way. It's like you feed off the drama. You, it's like that kind of gives you, um, yeah, it makes your life more interesting in a way you think and all that. But really, it's very detrimental to yourself, and you might mm-hmm. really be hurting somebody. Mm-hmm. So the first step is just to empathize. Like if you are hurting someone or someone's hurting you, just put yourself in their shoes and see how that really feels, and get to the reason or the root as to why you're doing that. And you know, pretty soon you're going to realize that probably one of your like rainbow what's a rainbow who actually like you know growing up she was my best friend but like we became frenemies and then i hated her (laughs) i hated her so much and then we go through all this and now she's legitimately one of my best friends so you never know who will end up being such a huge factor in your life so i think think one of the beauties of having female friendships is kind of that encouragement factor yes um always being able to let the other person shine um when need be you know and always like encouraging them to shine i think that you know i have a lot of uh close female friendships that i've had since i was really really young and um that are still some of my best friends today and i think that one of my favorite things to do is kind of encourage them to pursue things that they're interested in and pursue things that they love and always kind of reminding them like no 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 like you are great you are you are so capable you are so strong and having them kind of do the same for me um, and the dreams that I want to pursue, but also being honest. You know, if I'm dreaming too big or, you know, trying to reach too, too, um, too far out, they'll kind of like, okay, okay, but like baby steps, you know, and they'll help me kind of walk through that thinking and that process. And to have someone who understands you on such like a deep level, it's, it's so helpful, especially I think that um, for me in my 20s, it's such a tumultuous time. It's so volatile where like the highs can be really high and the lows are really low. And so having someone who can like walk me through it or just be like, "I I just went through that last week. Like this is how I dealt with it. And everybody deals with things in different ways, but it's always nice to gain perspective from people and, you know, gaining perspective from especially someone who can understand you. Um, maybe they can give you like advice instead of, you know, going out and like partying. Maybe they'll be like, maybe you should stay in and like have a cup of tea, watch TV, have a glass of wine, something like that. And kind of adjusting it to your own personality. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, one of the best ways is just, just, 
be nice extend a hand mm-hmm. speak up for someone who you see ask, is like yeah. ask to grab coffee or lunch that's yeah. honestly the best way um to get to know someone because you know when you're waiting in line or when you guys are sitting down um you'll you'll be it, it's it'll be it's interesting to see kind of where the topic lands because you never really know yeah yeah and it does require to put yourself out there but mm-hmm. um what i realize is what you put out into the universe you get back a hundred times fold so if you're mean-spirited you didn't get that back mm-hmm. you know so you know put good energy out there and you definitely will get it back and i would say now i have definitely way more female friends than i do um guys which is the flip from when I was growing up yeah. and I have never been so fulfilled and so um, proud of everyone and just feeling empowered by all the amazing things that my female friends have accomplished and are accomplishing because ultimately you know that it all comes back around. Yeah. And when they, yeah. Succeed, when they succeed, you succeed. We all succeed. We all succeed. Oh my God, we all succeed. <laughs> so um, that's, I think that's a great high note to end <laughs> this episode. That wraps it up for our second episode. Um, don't forget to subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. And um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Information will be in the link below. Um, and if you ever have any topics or questions that you would like to ask us or have us talk about, um, feel free to email us at theperfectlyimperfectpodcast at gmail.com. Nicely said. Thanks. Oh my God. Been well, it all night. Yeah, you have. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, then we will talk to you guys next time. Yeah. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.